Yes. Bring well, the mic. Yeah, it's all. I I've never learned how to properly speak into the mic. Right. It's just it's too close. I don't like it. To, you know. You would be amazed how many comics suffer from the same yeah, affliction. Yeah, it, 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 it is fascinating when yeah yeah because you got you got to kind of keep it close to you and like yeah modulation is important. <laughs> Especially if you you know you talk real low like right. You got one of them deep bass type voices. Yeah, that very white shit. And then they stop for a while. They always stop <sighs> about three seconds between each word. Yeah. That is that is fun when you when you watch people who are kind of dumb try to pontificate and you're like is is he thinking about what he's saying or does he just not know the words to do it? Uh. Well, I, first of all, they they have to understand what what pontificate means. Yeah. And, <laughs> and really, if you smoke weed when you, yeah. was, in, when you was in junior high school uh, and you yeah. get to the adulthood, you don't really give a fuck what. Pontificate, <laughs> these nuts. You know what it means. What it means. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> is that what we're here for? No. Yeah. Well, what we are here for is another episode of the Very Green Room podcast. Yeah. I am your host Ben Daniel, and My- I'm your co-pilot, Mr. William Linloden Jr. Our Thank guest you. this week, Mr. Aldi Freeman, owner of the Speakeasy Comedy Lounge, yeah, yeah, longtime yeah. comedian, entertainer extraordinaire. Thank you for joining us. You know what, man? I knew. I was going to do this when you asked me yeah. and I, uh, to do it, and I, I said, what, "What's the name of it?" He said, "The Very Green Room." I <laughs> yeah. said, "Shit, I'm in there." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I've been in some green rooms before. Yeah, and, and, where and it, it gets wild. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Sam Houston State University, mm-hmm. Huntsville. Yeah, theater oh. department. Uh, <laughs> we are we are here for all the stories, sir. Yeah, dude. Bro. Anything you feel like sharing, we feel like listening to, bro. I was like, man, we get to talk to somebody who's seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you've been you've been in the game for how long now? It's it's actually forty years. Yeah, yeah. But it's thirty six getting paid. All right, there you go. Yeah. So I started when I was seventeen, and and for the first four or five years, you know, I just I didn't make any money from comedy clubs. Right. I was there every night. Mm-hmm. I got to go up a whole lot, but. You know, the money just wasn't there because they had a well, the process of becoming a paid comic back in those days was a way different. Well, it was a longer, you know, kind of time before you could do it. The standard was about two years, you know. If you three years, if you weren't around consistently about three years, you just weren't, yeah, you know. No, I feel that 100%. There are a bunch of people who come in now and they'll do like two open mics and then like they'll be like, when do I start getting paid for this shit? You know, he's like, come on, dude. Like, I didn't, I don't think I got booked on a paying show for the first about two years. Yeah. uh, When I was, I was, I was driving my happy Mm. ass from Corinth, Mississippi to Memphis, Tennessee just to go do open mics and stuff. And like, you know, like you go to, I would just drive from Corinth to, Memphis, Nashville, Huntsville, Oxford, wherever they just had open mics. Yeah. My path was a little different, but I will acknowledge that things came extraordinarily fast for me. My first paid run of shows happened three months in, and I haven't had a month where I didn't make significant money from comedy since six months in. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, but I I mean, that's not typical. I remember when I first saw you over at, uh, was it Chad's Place? It's Chad's Place. You were with uh, Keisha. Yeah. Keisha Hunt. Yeah. And um, One I of our s- favorites. We love Keisha. Well, I, I saw this dude go up in front of uh, 
you know, <laughs> this is a black crowd that that even I was scared of. <laughs> no, for real, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. No, really. I'm, y'all don't understand. It's some clubs that you go into, right? And you know how they check you for guns to make yep. sure that you don't have them? Maybe they'll take them from you. When you walk in this club, they actually check you to make sure that you get one. <laughs> if you don't have one, they'll give you one. They're like, you know, so, yeah, that's you a know. Good premise. Yeah. But those clubs actually gave us money, though. Yeah. No, those clubs play really well because yeah. they're, they're, they're tax write-offs for criminal shit. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, like, that's always fun. Yeah. So, they, anyway, yeah, you saw, you saw Ben the first time at uh, one of those clubs? Yeah. Over in... It, it was old Sunnyside. Yeah, well, old, dude, Sunnyside. old Sunnyside is always a funny spot where you'll just see like dudes, like dudes bring their horses to like the liquor uh, oh, stores and shit. Oh, uh, shit, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And 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 they actually have a parking lot specifically the for the horses. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some yeah, yeah, places, yeah. you know, they just have a parking lot for cars. Now, right? You, you no, no, your, they throw the horse. horse yeah, there. that's fun. Yeah. They, it, but he was great, man. I mean, his his set was, you know, I knew he was new, yeah. but I knew that. I said, man, this dude here is, this dude's going to make it, man. Yeah. This, oh, this, man. this dude's going to make it. And, uh, yeah, we, and then he and I got a chance to chat afterwards. And I said, yeah, he re- reminds me a little bit of that throwback kind of guy. You know, it was a guy named Tracy Wright. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. You know, uh, yeah, Tracy. I mean, I mean, I've heard Tracy Wright. Yeah. Just a cool, cool, cool approach to comedy. Than a yeah. Fan. Yeah. yeah, I usually get along with comics who smoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only been one exception to that rule, but if if you smoke, I get along with you 99 times out of 100. Yeah, yeah. nobody like me gets along with E. Green, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah. But yeah. that's see, that's the, that's his intent. Yeah, that's the like, character. <laughs> you got to realize, you know, somebody playing their character all the way. You yeah. can't be mad at them. I'm not know. at all. No. But that's you know. why I said nobody like me gets to be friends with you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah you're. I, he called my wee Reggie one time, so we. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> well, it probably was to him. Yeah, well, yeah. he's a funny cat. I uh, he's I, I saw him over at the skate park because there's a yeah. skate park right down the road here, uh, and yeah, no, he's like teaching his son how to skateboard. A lot. Man, he's yeah. a he's a great father. Man. Yeah, yeah, great dad. You know, One that's of those the thing I admire about him. Yeah. And he's a funny dude. He's a very funny dude. He's a very funny comic. He's gonna make it sure. But he's a great father. Yeah, for and sure. That I re- I respect. Yeah, you, you know? always have to look for like positive stuff sometimes because like yeah, and, uh, you can't you can't take away the fact that he's a fucking awesome dad. Yeah. Oh man! So forty, forty, or thirty-six years being paid to do this shit, man. Yes. Uh, I, I did. I did a speakeasy a couple of times, right? I think I, I, I did the open mm-hmm. mic. I was always running an open mic on Wednesdays, though. So I, I think oh, that was okay. when y'all had the, 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 the. Y'all still do that on Wednesdays? We don't do that anymore on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, we're gonna make some other moves toward maybe some live jazz. Yeah. On that Wednesday. Cool. And uh, y'all move that stage stage out of the round, right? Right. Right, that, that, I was grateful for that. Dude, that was awful. Yeah, doing 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 comedy in the round is so hard for me. I'm like, man, people paid money to see my fat ass. Like, like hey, I, man, I, it, think it was, I got an anxiety yeah. disorder, bro. I can't stand people behind me. Yeah. I spent the whole first weekend I did a choke club for Billy D, just walking in a slow circle, just trying to look over my back the whole time. Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. funny. Yeah. Like I'm on a turntable and shit. Yeah. Um, that 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 weekend that. That you my first weekend was ever weekend booked. Yeah, man, it was it was fire, man. Yeah, it was, was fire, and you know the people loved you, and 
you know, it, it was funny because, you know, I set him up like, you know, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this white boy coming to the stage. <laughs> He wants all the black You've pussy gotten, in the you, house. Yeah. <laughs> he he, he going to fuck all the black women yeah. in here tonight. Yeah. You know, so I set him up. You know, all the I've dudes said this on another episode of the <laughs> podcast, and I'll say it again. I have never had it go badly after I've performed at Phil and Derek's. Yeah. I have always go. closed after a Phil and Derek's night. There you yeah. go. That's That's awesome. The cougars there are... Um, they're nice. And then there's that restaurant right next door. The food is great. Yeah, the food it's an easy transition from post-set to restaurant. To, it's yeah, yeah. Perfectly That's, set up and, for that. you know, the thing I like about the speakeasy is that I made it totally free where you're not going to get penalized for saying whatever the fuck you want to say. Right. You know. <laughs> that uh, is that is a problem with some of the clubs around. Well, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, you can't control anybody's creativity, but at the same time, you want to work with folk who understand the boundaries. Right, right. You know, because, you, know, you know, every show is different. Mm-hmm. You know. So and, true. And if you are professional, then you understand exactly you know what you got to do in certain situations and that takes time in the business to learn you have yeah. to go through years of of doing gigs like we did coming up yeah doing open mic nights and you know hitting those al freeman hitting those cowboy nights down. cowboy nights cowboy nights yeah. oh yeah pasadena oh yeah man Oh, that, urban, that urban cowboy shit that was, was, was big yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I used to go with Hicks and 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 I was Hicks, Pineapple, maybe Tracy Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, all the old outlaws and shit. So yeah, yeah. I had to come up with something. <laughs> so I used to walk on stage with my with my baseball bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You used and, to walk uh, on stage with a baseball bat? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I used to walk on, you know, because it was in my trunk. And I said, well, uh, if I need to get to it. I need to just keep it with me, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go up and I, and I, and I say, uh, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is for all the, uh, the white people who don't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a room full of white people. Yeah. yeah. And, man, they're so either fucking shocked yeah. You know, are 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 they fucking get, get the it. joke? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it, and when it hits, it just go. It, it's just it's bananas, man. Well, and, you can hear the pin drop before the before the joke comes out. Like, yeah. Oh, a black dude with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I used to play it out to you like it, like, yeah. and I ain't gonna be checking for sick or sale. Like <laughs> <laughs> at your door, and your your little baby gonna come to the door and say, "Mommy, mommy, there's a black man at the door with a baseball bat." What, dear? <laughs> I said, "There's a, 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 there's a black man at the door with a baseball bat. I can't hear you, honey. What, <laughs> mommy? There's a nigga pop. <laughs> they, they would just fucking yeah, go yeah, crazy, yeah. You know? And then I put the bat down and you know yeah. go go about get, my business. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I, I always wanted to do this, uh, uh, a fellow, uh, yeah, uh, Shakespeare uh, uh, monologue." In comedy, but I could never fit. You know? <laughs> but after one like that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could put soft you. <laughs> A word or two before you go. I have done the state some service, and they know it. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah exactly. To be or not to be, that yeah. is the question. To yeah. suffer the slings and arrows. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'll doing Shakespeare though. on a podcast. It's everything I wanted this to be <laughs> when I jumped it up, just so you guys know. Just so you know, the first time I saw comedy professionally, I was a freshman at Sam Houston State University. Now, the you know, Lumberjacks? I, no, no, that's Bearcats. Uh, Bearcats. That's Bearcats, my bad. Um, Go Bearcats. 
And they had comedy night at our school. So, yeah. like, you know. Well, because that used to be a big thing. It no, used yeah, to be yeah, a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like, they, there were a bunch of professional comedians who just did colleges and comedy clubs. And, there go, and, if, and, and if you were so lucky, they were going to pick a student or two that got to go on. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course, you know, and uh, it was Jimmy Pineapple, uh, Steve Rogers, uh, Steve Moore, you know, mm. Nat Perkins, you yeah. know, uh, Riley Barber. It was, <laughs> man, it was amazing, man. That that show was just changed my whole world to see those Fire. guys get up there and, and do that and, and knew that they were making money, too, because, yeah. you know, the colleges were really paying, yeah, you know, no, back then. The, the colleges had budgets to do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that, that. yeah so I'm like, God, yeah, who, where can I get this job at? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You talked for how long? Got paid how much? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I saw those guys, and then it was significant to me because later on, when I, you know, joined the comedy workshop, yeah, they were there. The workshop oh, was off of Richmond, right? It was off of Shepherd. Oh Shepherd yeah, it's the Specs Liquor Store now, yes. right? Okay, cool, yeah. cool. That's, yeah, man, what an amazing spot that was. Damn. See, the Laugh Stop moved a couple of times. I remember yes. the, the first time. The first time I ever went to the Laugh Stop, it was like on the second floor of that one spot over off of like Wa or okay, whatever. Okay, no, that wasn't the first one. The first one was yeah. over in uh, was in River was over in River Oaks. Yeah, where. Uh, what is the place? Uh, uh, what the, the the It's right by the Kroger. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's a club there. I can't remember what the club is, but it is. Oh. You know, I think it's similar to what you know the lap stop was. But yeah, the lap stop was there for so many years, and uh, Sandy Marcus had the lap stop there, yeah. and that's when you know she had you know David Brenner coming through, mm-hmm. you know, and Jay Leno and. You know, uh, Jackie Mason. It, it was. It Jackie was, Mason. Uh, I haven't talked uh, about Jackie Yeah, Mason I mean, she has some great comedy coming there, and uh, so it yeah. used to be that. Th- that's the way it was in the comedy workshop, which was more of kind of like the renegade. So that's the, what you the saw. locals, the low, yeah, the saw bad Hicks boys, and of, yeah. Kennison, you know, and yeah. Ron Shock, you know, and yeah. that's where everybody would come through if they came Talk to Houston. Mad shit, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was the. I mean, it yeah. was the joint. Everybody major. They had to come. Through Houston, and because then Hicks was so fucking on fire, yeah, that you know he was almost a measuring stick, and so comedians went to see, hey, let's go see this guy. Who's this? Who, who's this dude? You know that, you know that David Letterman says is 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 hot. Yeah, but you know we were we were all getting around a whole lot back then. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of gigs, a lot of yeah. gigs out there. Uh, you know, you could literally work you know fifty two weeks out of the year easy. Damn. You know, I we I would turn down probably about twelve or so weeks because of Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving, that kind of deal, and you know. But uh, they call me they call me uh, off book uh, off off weekend loading. Like I'll do I'll yeah. do I'll do Thanksgiving weekends and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah all sorts of stuff. But yeah no, I, I, have you yeah dude trying to do comedy like on Halloween is one oh, of the man. Yeah, oh, God. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I found that I should enjoy. The uh, yeah. the night of the festivity, just like a real fan, right? You know, I shouldn't have to perform, you know, right. on, on that, that that particular night. Uh, that, I just, I've I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I used to, you know, you, you when you start, you pick up every freaking gig that you oh, possibly, man. Yeah, you know, absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely. Just starting to get. I turned down my first gig literally two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I won't say who was trying to book me for it, 
but it was outdoors on Orem Drive at 8 o'clock at night. Oh, no thank you. <laughs> I'm good on all of those Let's, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like, you know what? I wear hoodies on stage. This isn't... This isn't I don't want to die. <laughs> this isn't going to I don't want to die in Texas in July. No. That's not nope. how I want to go out. No, you don't... No, you, that's a part of you. Might Dude, I did, I did a New Year's gig once. And yeah. I, I did one like, once, too. I it was, was just gross. like, never again. No, like, like, it no. was New Year's at a poker room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I did New Year's Eve with uh, Dolomite at, uh, that's just a at, good at Onyx. Club. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> For I those of you so who no, don't, no, I'm sorry. No, it's Harlem Nights, which is even worse. Harlem he Nights, world yeah. famous. I had an orgy in Harlem Nights with Ray Jones, oh, the rapper. Man. Love, love, love. Dude, the world famous Harlem Nights, bro. Oh, that hey, back man, room. Look, I love yeah. that place. Yeah, that, shout that, out Harlem Nights that for their lax standards was, and no cameras. I met a lady there a who Z. said she went to Rice. I do not think that she did. <laughs> well, uh, she probably went by there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you never know, man. You know, shit. Times are hard. Times are hard. Yeah, we are yeah. in that recession. Yeah. Man, I, when we first talked about getting you on this episode, like I just had one question I wanted to ask you. And it's hard for me to keep things in my memory, so I'm just going to do it now before it gets lost in a cloud of smoke. Makes sense. Um, I know you've seen a lot of legends perform over the years. Oh, which, yeah, And we'll get into that for sure. But like, I also know the sheer volume of comics you've seen over the years. So sifting through all that comic fatigue, like 40 years in the game now, right now, who are you still excited to watch? 36 Ping. Who's still like makes you get out from the back of the bar and focus on they set. Like you know what I'm saying? Who still gives you joy when they're on stage? Any young comic that's brave and and bold and the fact that they get in front of that motherfucking microphone, they yeah. get my attention, whether they bad or whether they great. You know, now in terms of who I like the most or who I watch or who I think got what the most What blows your hair back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much Houston comedy is absolutely amazing. There are so many talented stand-ups here, mm-hmm. and, and I'm talking strictly from a business point of view, yeah. you know, that there's enough characters and great sets and, and mm-hmm. you know, for particularly a lot of network, yeah. you, know, you know, networks that are searching for content. Yeah. But Houston is, is great, man. It's nobody... In particular, it's it's somebody every other day. You know, I, I saw Lil Daryl do one of my weekends. I was like, hey man, oh, this this dude right here. Lil Daryl, I think you he's know, he, he's the know, most referenced comic that we've we've talked about. Like, yeah, Houston yeah. stuff. And uh, then such and, a cool and, dude too. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. And and then you know, I'll hear about. <laughs> Ray, etc. You know, and then I'll hear Ray about, runs some good fucking rooms yeah, down the south Ray side too. Ray harder than yeah, anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then you know I'll hear about you know Ben and yep. Keisha and you know and already and you know and, and you know uh, it, it just goes on, man. See Lotto, so it's a lot of people MC who Lotto. really blow <laughs> who who blow my hair back. Yeah. By the fact that they are actually getting in front of the microphone and they handling business, man, yeah. they are they are good. And when it's that many comedians from one area, it means something, <clears throat> you know, about it means the, something's going right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 
And there's a lot of that in Houston. There, mm -hmm. there are some cats who I believe are in comedy and they're managers, club managers, whatever, and they kind of stay in the back and try to guide whatever talent it is. And mm -hmm. if they have a relationship with them, they can be effective, you know. Sure. So, you know, it yeah. is. there's that too. Uh, but it's a lot of a lot of talent here, man, and uh, it, it's a good time to be talented. Yep. You no, know, anywhere because you can, you know, you guys can. This can be uh, a show with a million listeners within a week or so. You know, and it changes it's the whole. It's grown and tracking very well. I'll show you the well, numbers afterwards. <laughs> absolutely. You know, uh, it, you know, it could. This show could, you know, it, it could replace. You know, uh, we're coming for you, Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, uh, whoever. <laughs> you know, you never know. Like, Opie and Anthony came out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, o Opie and Anthony came out of a lot of angry Northeastern rage, but uh, <laughs> I, I feel like you bring enough rage to the table for us to be competitive. I, I, I can. <laughs> if, I, if I show up a little hungover, a little, little salty about things, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you've never been around Loden when he loses a contest, I highly recommend it. It's oh, a okay. it's fun. You guys have to invite me over, man. <laughs> 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 Shit, I'll bring the weed. You know? There you go. <laughs> then we we'll have that twice the week. Yeah. Uh, never but let me say this. I've never, I haven't seen anybody that blew me away like when I saw Hicks. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that that's 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 even more than like like some people yeah. are like, oh, that's a generational talent. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. that's that Hicks. I mean, I think it, I've watched all of his stuff on YouTube, and then yeah. like you listen to like everyone tells their Hicks stories and things like that. And so he was a wildly eccentric man who, yeah. Well, and here's the thing, comedy wise, is that, and this is something I noticed about Kevin Hart Saturday Night, is that you know. He used every, he perfected almost every element of comedy. Microphone technique, pacing, timing, facial expressions, body language. You know, it was, all that yeah. was incorporated into the acting. He just looked so professional, so sharp, and so good. Whereas yeah. a lot of comedians are just shooting straight from the hip, you know, and, you know, hoping to land. Yeah. And so you, when you got guys who really craft that and take that time and build those stories, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of from what I used to hire in Hollywood or what the company I used to work for hired in Hollywood, they hired content. Yeah. You know, and stories, you know. So uh, the, a lot of comedians got some uh, some good material. You hear some good stories, man. Cool. And, yeah. And, 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 and I tell you what, it kind of reminds me of the comedy workshop days. Because of so many good comedians, they just naturally kind of compete. They're not yeah. the type of people who like, hey, I'm challenging him to something like this. No. But if you're on the same show, yeah, yeah you, know, you want to be the funniest person on the fucking show. Yeah, I'm like, with him. Like, he's my best friend. Yeah. Like, but every time we're, we're both swinging for the fences. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like when Venus plays Serena in one of the finals. Right. We yeah. both trying to get a trophy, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. point blank period. Yeah. We family before, we family afterwards. But during a game versus a game, man. Yeah. Like I. Uh, All the good comics got the Kobe gene. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just how I feel. Like you're competitive, you want to win. Mm -hmm. You just are driven to work hard. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart, you watch him do seven shows over seven nights. Even those points in his set, which seem artificial, mm -hmm. where he's laughing so hard, he's like, "Wait, let me catch my breath." Yo, maybe yeah. la uh, don't make yeah, me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same timing, same pacing, same spacing to yeah. the second, yeah. and the precision there. Yeah, yeah. man. That's, of the reps is just like... And, well, you have to be in the business a long time to realize that that's what it is and that's what it takes. And uh -huh. then when you do, you got to go and perfect those particular things. 
and it's like, you know, probably just say a journeyman baseball player. He plays third base for three years because they need him there. Right. You know, and then they say, hey, can you go to third? He goes to third, play three years there. Yeah. And they need him there. Hey, man, you know, you're a utility player. Can you go to right? Oh, goes to right. You know, <laughs> the, okay. The Marwin Gonzalez of, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You don't, you know, you don't get to just play one position like everybody no. else where, and then you would go, how great would this guy be? Yeah. If, if he, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, but, uh, you just got to keep getting in front of the microphone. That I mean, that's what it is with comedy. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you get paid or not, honestly. And I and I know I'm saying that, and it sounds weird. It's, it's easy to, yeah, yeah. I, I mean that getting in front of the microphone is the most important thing. And it doesn't, you don't have to be the funniest guy in the room. It's, it's a cart you before know? the horse thing. Like, you yeah. know, like like when people are like, oh, I'm worried about getting paid first. And it's like, you got to get funny first. Like, yeah. like there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's... I've never asked what a show paid. I've yeah. never, like, I just do. Because right. it's always better to me to be doing the thing than not doing the thing. Right. There's Dude, value I have... even in the losses, even in the shit gigs where you're getting worked over and taken advantage of. There's still value in that lesson. Well, right. know, yeah. Yeah, and you got some stories as yeah. a result of it. Exactly. Because you could always talk about your very minute. Yeah, <laughs> dude. The very dude, seconds, you know. Get, getting tied like a tied fucking, getting fucked like a tied goat just yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the middle of, you know, yeah, yeah. in the middle of a small town, you know, like, like, like well, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what you're going to do is, oh, is God. I know it's karaoke night tonight, but oh, you're going to go up in between different oh, karaoke God, people and. Uh, and also the NFL drafts on, and we're uh, not going to turn the TVs off. Uh, hey man, listen, I've been I've been the only black guy in yeah. that damn town. I mean, literally yeah. on a road gig. Well, I'm the only yeah. black guy in the fucking room. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I carry my baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would kill. You know, they were like, oh god, oh I got them. They under my spell now. It was right about the time when I looked out at the crowd of this 50th wedding anniversary party and a seven-year-old came up and high-fived me that I realized I shouldn't hey man, have taken you made that it, man. gig. Man, that's it, man. Like, they, they don't lie. Oh, I did. I, that was two minutes in, and then I ran out of clean and nice things to say, and the next eight minutes did not go good for anyone involved. But I bet you he was used to it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. I hope not. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if a child is used to the concepts I'm introducing in my set, they've had a very traumatic childhood. CPS should be involved in their well, parents' I mean, investigation. He, he is at the club now. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Which is my least favorite thing ever. If there's a small child at the club, I feel like there's a bad parent right behind Man, him. listen. Well, that, that is the worst. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I even asked one lady, I said, are you, how old is your son? Hmm. He's like seven years old. I say, you you think this is a, a, a place he should be? I mean, I, don't I ain't trying to get in your business, ma'am, but it's smoke and it's yeah. drink and the guy's going to be cursing. She told me, mind your own damn business. I was, uh, this what? literally is my business. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know, okay, well, maybe he used to this shit. So right? He brought me here. Yeah. I don't, I don't think honestly. I don't think anyone under twenty five needs to be at a comedy club at all. I think well, I think you have a lot going for I, you when you're. You know what? Young. I would sign that bill. Yeah, I'd be co signing with you. I don't yeah. know anybody who wants under twenty five year olds at a show. I don't. I, Except uh, shout out Jesse Payne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about volume, man. What, volume. What are you doing? The, 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 the Trump. Yeah. Oh, I've known Jeffrey Epstein for a long time. Did you see that Trump quote from? Uh, yeah, he likes him a little young. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 
thing, dude. Uh, everyone knew about this in the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't think 25-year-olds need to go to comedy clubs. Uh, I was doing the late-night shows at the secret group this weekend, just the midnight shows, and it was just a bunch of drunk college kids there, and they yeah. were just like, yeah, we all were funny. And I was just like, just don't be here. And I know like that, that sounds terrible. Like We should be happy that everyone else is, is in the comedy rooms, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you know, it's th- that's the difference too. Is that when back in my day, yeah, the clubs were always packed. Yeah, you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. You yeah. know, that's why we didn't mind really going up on Tuesday night on amateur night because it was like short of really a weekend night because the club was packed. Yeah, we'll find enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was good to be able to work in front of those kind of audiences and stuff. And, and the the workshop just, uh, it attracted kind of an older, hipper kind of crowd, you know. Uh, yeah. So they were, it was, they were good crowds, man. You yeah. Know? They were good crowds. And, uh, you know, I opened for, uh, where I work with this, I, I don't know if you guys, uh, Remember the the guy who played the fly in uh, in, in Car Wash, Jeff Goldblum. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I, this is the original Car Wash. Okay, okay. No, I don't. Original the original Car Wash man and uh, uh, Franklin Ajay. Franklin Ajay. All right. You know yeah. Franklin no, Ajay back in the day did Carson a few times. He was going to be like the next prize. Just a a really sharp fucking comic man. Just brilliant. But those are the kind of guys that. Would, would come through here regularly. Yeah. And so, you know, as a new comic or, you know, one who's, who's based out of here, you got to see a lot of different styles, a lot of different, you know, uh, uh, successes. And uh, we were able to really form, you know, a career. Yeah. You know, not just, you know, getting in front of the microphone, but watching how these guys actually go about the business, how they do it, because they're the ones, you know, who are, you know, they're the leaders, they're, they're, they're they're the ones who are making the money. They're turning the deals. Right, right, right. So, yeah, man, it was uh, that. That's how it was. He, you know, but Houston is uh, man, it's such a a wide open city, though, as far as creativity and yeah. stuff. Man. I, it you doesn't know. really have like like industry for like movies and stuff like that. But I think that it makes our comics pound for pound stronger. Oh well, uh, yeah, than, yeah. Than a lot of like. Like there are a bunch of when when LA comics come through here and they like hit different places they're like holy shit y'all actually have people that come to your open mics and we're like yeah motherfucker you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, like yeah we 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 do uh, yeah. you know like yeah uh, uh, it to me you know Houston is becoming that kind of vibe that the comedy workshop had where there's a lot of great comedians that are working regularly yeah. And there are going to be a lot of guys that break out from Houston who are going to be stars. This <coughs> and particular a lot. class is very stacked. Yeah, there are going to be some, some actors, some Every, movie stars, yeah. some, you know, it's going to be, I'm saying the level like Kevin Hart, Chappelle, yeah. you know, Chris Rock, there's going to be some guys from Houston coming out, you know, <clears throat> that can do that. But also, there are going to be a bunch of guys who are going to be, you know, cruise ships and, you yeah. know, working every week. You know, um, you're earning maybe two, three hundred thousand a week, and that'd they're be, solid. Nice. And they're, yeah. you know, it, that that's what I see as far as the community goes. And and um, you know, social media makes everything you know kind of close anyway. 
you know. Uh, it does, but it doesn't. I, I I don't know. That was that was that was really shitty of a sentence on my part. Uh, I, like <laughs> no, social, I, so, I know where you were going. Yeah, but, but yeah. I, I knew ahead. exactly what you meant when you said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like like social media, it does uh, does do a lot of good things. I think. I just haven't seen a lot of the benefits of it, other than like now I'm obsessed with another gosh darn thing on my dang phone, <laughs> and like you know like. Well, I think if you're in it for anything else than the than the the looks, yeah, you know, as far as we're concerned, if we, you know, it's no reason, you know, we're trying to get fans, yeah, you know, we're trying to yeah. get people to see our materials and stuff like that. Maybe it's, it is great right. for that. Yes. Yes. But to me, it's like maybe this is a selfish perspective to have. But I'm kind of like field of dreams as far as that sort of thing goes. Mm -hmm. I don't put any effort and energy into it. I feel like if I just build a good enough set and product, they will come. Yeah. Like if the work is undeniably good, that piece will come. I don't do the working TikTok. I don't do the like begging for fans. I can't. Yeah, it's one of those things where we see like... It just doesn't seem like it works. The way, yeah, the way I think about it, because I've opened for, and I know you're gonna, get, I've opened for Twitch streamers and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm not talking yeah. shit about them anymore. Um, uh, just you know, that was that was that yeah. was ten episodes ago. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> we've, grown, we've grown, we've grown, we've grown as yeah, we've grown as people. Yes. Um, it's, I've never seen really good comics use. He's got over a million followers on Instagram oh, as yeah, a credit. Yeah. Well, okay, but you're absolutely like, right. I I think I guess I guess it's it's there to sell tickets. I've seen a couple of them break into comedy through the he's got a million followers thing and backdoor and become good comics through the reps. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. I will say, no. yeah. Dustin Sims has millions of followers on YouTube and does truck vids, but on the stage, like he is a legit good comic. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Was not at first, and he will openly tell you he was yeah. like, "I'm an entertainer, not a comic." Now, like through the hundreds of touring reps, he's built it. So the people who put in the work, yeah, still, but oh, oh yeah, by absolutely. the most part, once they get the million followers, they don't. They just have a lane they stay in, right? And, and that's the thing I think that we have to embrace the stand-ups is that we, you know, we have to kind of look at that that platform yeah. because you know we can like for instance you guys could your podcast just say if you were actually filming it right could be out there you know in the cloud mm-hmm. and just say you charge 299 for it who's not gonna try something for 299 but you may get 10,000 of those in one night if your if your net is cast yeah just you know out there in the ether so uh yeah man you could you could you could get from right here yeah from live from the compound here (laughs) hey man listen here at old sixth ward houston texas i think eventually there will be a live version of this on video oh definitely over time when we develop a budget and we're only 20 episodes in trying to find kind of our conversational rhythm yeah and Um, develop the product but yeah, and yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to record where I live all the time. 
Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully one day there'll be a real uh, studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, exactly. I have hey, I've been space. there. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I ate that guy's ass in that room. My private hope is that you get really, really famous, and there's just a stream of people who have. Well, I was at Will Loden's house one time. Yeah, <laughs> well, start, I mean, that's I, 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 I Everybody's like been here, bro. I, I like hosting, you know, like, I, I, but I don't know. They're just psychos on the internet who could be like, like yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Do you, you remember that too? Yeah. Do you remember when uh, fucking uh, Drew Holloway uh, put Louis J. Gomez's number on his naked body and showed it all over the internet? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, dude, he docks the fuck out of the guy. Oh god! Oh man! Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drew is batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. This is uh. so funny though. Oh. He wears that hat uh, when he's bartending that says, I have autism. Please be patient with me. Just like, <laughs> it's, like, it's a volume bar. You yeah. need to be able to get nothing. Get drinks quickly. <laughs> <laughs> also, he has to give away free drinks to get shit off the top shelf in yeah. the storage room. <laughs> he's had to call me like five Red Bulls because he can't reach the Red Bulls. And the irony of that fucking kills me, bro. Oh man, that's funny, man. That's oh so god, funny. holy shit, that's funny. yeah. This is a, you know, this is a great city. I think this is a great city to develop in, and I, I predict uh, there's going to be an influx of comedians coming in from Atlanta, L.A., New York that are going to be trans. Yeah, they're, they're going to transplant here because it's cheaper, and like, and you can develop like you. We have yeah. mics every night of the week. Yeah, uh, we have good shows. Pretty yeah. much every night of the week, and um, and, and and very diverse audiences. Uh, no fucking shit. Yeah, it's wild. So like, yeah. the, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Like you can on 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 a Tuesday night, you can hit a Mexican room, a black yeah. room, uh, a hipster white room, yeah. and a redneck white room. Yeah. If you just want to drive within like twenty miles, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's and, it's and, absolutely absurd. And you know, artistically, that's yeah. got to you talking about sharpening up a comic. Yeah, <clears throat> that will. Yeah, that'll yeah. fucking sharpen you up, especially dude. if you could go in in each place and do the same goddamn set. Yeah, exactly. diversity will make you strong. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If it's good enough for the United States Marine Corps, it's good enough for me as a comic. <laughs> kind of like the experiment for me is like, can I sell dark comedy to different yeah. crowds and different types of backgrounds? Absolutely. And yeah. the answer is like eighty-five percent yes. Yeah. yeah. Old Christian white women don't like me. That's that's well, that's because you make them think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you know, they don't, they ain't came here to think. They's like, I, I didn't yeah. come to think, son. You're making me think. Just tell me what it is. Sometimes I wonder if I should dumb myself down, but it oh, never no, feels it never feels as funny. No. Oh, I, sometimes I'm like, maybe I talk about pussy too much. But <laughs> right? Like, it's all I don't think that could ever be yeah. <laughs> talked about too much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> If we all got to cast secret ballots, I think every comic in Houston would vote to the horniest. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I don't think... I don't even know who would get second place votes. And that's coming from somebody who tours with Jesse Payton. Yeah. Like, bro, you... I like pussy. Yeah. Well, you are in a long-term, committed, monogamous relationship with talking about pussy. Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but, but see, here's the deal. I'm not really talking about for me. I'm talking about for all the cowards who won't say the shit. Yeah, 
See, I'm, yeah, I'm getting out there for them. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, come on, fellas. Come yeah, on yeah, up. Come on. Come the on, water is yeah, cool. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Listen, I'm not going to be here long. I'm going back in because I got something over here. But I'm trying to help you guys. Yeah. Come on, shit. Yeah. Bro, my favorite so, thing. To- so, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just thought about it when you said I got that over here. When you called me the other week to come do a guest spot at Phil and Derek's, and I walked in the door, and your girl at the door was like, excuse me. Sir, are you lost? Not do you have a ticket? What no, are, I am not lost. <laughs> you know what? What was funny is uh, later that night she's like, "Man, he was so." funny yeah <laughs> she said Do you, I, he came in here i just asked him was he i didn't know he was a comedian you got to tell me who the comedians are i said they'll you'll let, figure it out yeah they'll yeah, let yeah, you know yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah, exactly it. yeah you'll get it like you know, so that's not the first time that's happened to me no yeah. you paid for a ticket i paid a, for a ticket because i couldn't show. convince a door go that i was a comic you had to pay to get in i had to pay to get in no. i paid twenty dollars to bomb yeah <laughs> <laughs> My confidence was shot because yeah. the door girl was like, you're not on the flyer. You're, you're, not, no, you're not. And I'm like, you're right, but I'm a comic. Uh, I'm a guest spot. She's like, if you're a comic, tell me a joke. And I told oh. her one. And she's like, nah, you're not a comic. So I just yes. paid her. I was like, fuck, I'm, fuck it. <laughs> well, you know, Ben, it's getting pretty low when you got to, uh, you know, pay for entry into a club from uh, with a joke from a chick who probably, you know, uh, can't read, you know, the first grade book of Mike, Mindy, and Brett, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, that that could be very uh, disheartening. Wait, oh, this yeah. bitch yeah. won't let me in. I mean, just on uh, GP. Look yeah. at you. No, I. Look, what's the fuck wrong with you? You need me to come back and save your ass. Okay, yeah. it was in my first that shit. year of comedy too, so I didn't have any like spine or dignity. Right. So I was like, I didn't know what you do in this situation when they don't know you're on the show at the door. So I was like, I don't like causing conflict. Well, you were you, you were always a gentleman. It was like, okay, well, yeah. here, here's the twenty, you know, and yeah, and, 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 okay. and so inevitably, if it happened with a with a guy who's a promoter like me or whatever, he's like, you know, I just like, I said, what? Come on, no, forget this man, his money back, you know, yeah. and, and but it's great that they do not recognize you as a comic. Because that's a you always have the element of surprise, right? And when you hit that stage, they go, "Whoa!" I love that you don't put my picture on the flyers. Oh man, listen, <laughs> that is my yeah. favorite thing that you yeah. do for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, <clears throat> and let me tell you, the reason I don't why. have any headshots that are worth a shit. So, listen, <laughs> man, I, I, I'm friends with all of my comedian friends. Yeah, and but here's the thing that I know that a Hollywood producer would tell them. Get some professional headshots. Yeah. Just get some professional headshots. I mean, you're doing yourself a disfavor if you don't just go ahead and break down and get the right tools. No, no, no. I I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's just I think I'm going to cut my hair again soon. Like, I've grown it out really long, and then I don't know. Well, I mean, you can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, that's it's true. Just gotta, you know, it's just you just got to get them done. Dude, yeah, it's well, those, and yeah. get some and get some good ones done. You know, yeah. from you know, in general, they may cost a little bit of money yeah. to get them done, but it's going to be worth it I've in the long run. I've paid for them twice and hated them both times. Yeah, that's I just a tool. Have to, yeah, the, just, and no, it, it, it's a tool because here's the deal: if if it's a good headshot, if the quality is good. Then a club can use. They can print it. They can put it on flyers. Right. They can do it like it. But if it's not, if it's a grainy thing you took, then it's it's not going to look good. 
and then it's just going to make you look bad too. Right. So it's like, no, let's just you you do this right. Yeah. Get get some get some shots in. Even and, if I had a great headshot, I still would prefer you not put my headshot on. The <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. no right, and no. let me tell you why. Your club is the only place where people have ever been surprised that I'm white. And yes. that's such a fun feeling and energy yeah. to play yeah. with. I come up to two chains, I'm different. Yeah. Oh, and there's man, everybody yeah. like, oh shit, a white person. Yeah. Well, you know, generally you're the only one in there. So yeah, right. yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Everybody's like, hey, what was this white boy? Uh, <laughs> and he's just chilling. You know, man, <laughs> man is such a gentleman, you know. Yeah. You know, you know he's, ladies, got, he's got a good little weed buzz going. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. chilling over the corner. Yeah, yeah. He fucks with the, with, with the cougar's mind yeah, by, by, yeah. Call, by calling him ma'am. <laughs> I'm yes, too ma'am. southern I yeah. can't not Dude ma'am started I just feel f- like my mom's gonna pop out of a closet and slap me if I don't call a woman ma'am <laughs> Right yeah, Exactly yeah. Even if they're a little younger than you too Just like I don't know Well you know the thing Sign is, of you, respect you, But you want a ma'am you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what you yeah, want, yeah. You know, you don't want, you know, uh, a trichlodite. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, who wants a chicken head, yeah. man? You know, it, yeah. you know, yeah. you, know you, you play with them, but you yeah. don't take them home. No, no, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. That's why, you know. You, you want a ma'am, not a trichlodite. <laughs> yeah. You want a ma'am, not a goddamn. Yeah. 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 You, you know, you. <laughs> Shit. You know, you don't even, you, you can't even give give her a ride home. You know, nah. Listen, don't you t- don't tell nobody you was with me. Do you understand yeah. this bitch? You know? <laughs> Big bitches keep secrets. <laughs> hey, and they keep food in their refrigerators. <laughs> man, I love me a single mom with snacks. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh god. I'm embarrassed to be plenty 36. Of those. <laughs> I'm embarrassed Take to your be pick, like young man. 36 and buying fruit roll-ups for myself, but I'll steal the fuck out of somebody's fruit roll-ups. In that cabinet, I'll take the whole damn box. I don't give a shit. That's yeah. how they. That's how they trap you, man. Yeah. They already know they put them up that one. Man, I'm at the point where I'm willing to be trapped. Those lunch. I don't just, give a fuck get a, anymore. I'll settle a, for a bad man. But get a get a mm-hmm. no. Get a good one. Get a creative one. Yeah. Get a, get one. You know that. It's gonna wake up with you every morning with the same mind frame. Hey, you know, yeah. get up. We need to write this joke. Let's go over this. You know. Or right. That. You know. Otherwise, it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be a disaster. If you if you don't if you don't have that, then you guys are not gonna just go to mm-hmm. the end. You know, it's gonna become a point to where it's just not gonna make sense. I right. know it's gonna sound you know, crazy, but I knew I was gonna leave my last fiance when we were having a conversation, and she's like, "And I'm just trying to ride this out until you realize that you're not that funny and you need to get a real job. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, bitch, you should have made her your you. opener, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, like, let her introduce <laughs> you. <laughs> like, Goddamn. Like, oh, so you really don't she think She wanted this a is job. Funny? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you Ben, to... you didn't recognize that. She was just <laughs> trying to get a part, man. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I dox a machine gun's worth of bullets there. So that's, that's all I'll say. Uh, I mean, but that that is like every rapper when they're like, this is not all the teachers who said I'd never make it. Right. If you're not 100% on board with the vision here, then I'm moving on. Well, you know, you know my rule. One headshot per household. It's... It's, yeah. it, it becomes a problem. I think you could sell a small quantity of well, those T-shirts you know, or bumper stickers in the comic community because yeah. I fucking want a one-headshot well, <laughs> and, and speaking of merchandise, and, yeah. and, and to piggyback on what you're saying, man, somebody has to be the business person because there's a lot of extra 
Shit. revenue out there that yeah. a comic can make. And if you got the right team, then you got somebody making the money on mm-hmm. the you know the merchandising oh, yeah. side, and you taking care of artistic side. Yeah. Now you know you you're, get that piece. It's well, a yeah, you're, yeah. You're you're an American business, and and it's lucrative out here, even for <clears throat> you know someone who's marginally made it. You know, right? I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a lucrative living. Mm-hmm. Where you can make money, you know, as a writer, or you know, and as a comic, or you know, as a producer, or a combination of them all, along with doing stand up. Mm-hmm. Because there, the thing is, is that there are a lot of networks out there that are searching for content, and a lot of them that are searching for content are smaller networks. But with smaller networks, you get more control. Yeah, and, and less budget, more control, and then you kind of get to see how it goes from there, right? Well, no, you 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 produce a major fucking product mm-hmm. like you know how to do, and it gets picked up, it gets bought. You know, I've you know I I know several people you know who who gotten that and never their their deal really never got past producers. Right, right, right. But you know they were paid a half a million dollars. Yeah. You know, just to do that, I'm saying that's the that's the business that we're in as comedians. Yeah. Because the more money we have, the better we can do. You know, even even you know you managing your own career or whatever, mm-hmm. there's some there's some moves that you would make. Yeah, if, absolutely. If money wasn't a problem, money and, buys you time. Money buys you a well, lot. Well, you, you know, you got to be places. You got to you know you got to be in Atlanta. Then you might have to be you know in Memphis. You know, yeah. next week. Then you need to Shout be out in 901. Yeah, you need to you know you might need to be in you know Pensacola yeah. or whatever. That's the you know, and I believe you you really have to be loose yeah. and be able to get there. And uh, you know that that involves travel and planning. So if you got somebody that's traveling, you know, making your flights for you. Hey, I need to go yeah. here. Yeah, you will be as successful as any. I spend half successful of my days comedian. just cold calling people, trying to get my road gigs done. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. You right. know, and eventually you'll get somebody to do that for you because mm-hmm. you you that's, you're gonna need it anyway. Yep. If 100%. you're gonna go to to the highest level, you're gonna need it anyway. So you might as well. You know, it, work with that now, so you guys will be on one page when you're really, you know, getting ready to deliver the yeah. d- deliver the business. Mm-hmm. Then you know, you, you like you spend a little time with them, so you kind of know them, they know you, and you just put out a good product. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 really excited about that for Houston, man. Fuck I, yeah. hope, I, I hope comedians see it. I I really do. I. You know, I hope that they see it, and I hope that they go ahead and put in the work, just put in the years and put in the work, because the more work that you put in, the longer you're going to be able to sustain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out here Agreed. to really do some, uh, you know, even beyond just a comedy club. Yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could set up your own studio and do Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Yeah, in your in in your live st- sketch sense, <laughs> you can do sketch, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you know the the industry is wide open for that because you know everybody's searching. The, you know they don't. No one's doing it. So yeah, you know the first kids that come out and and just do that, and it, it doesn't have to be extraordinarily good. It just. <laughs> You know, I like the low finest of of a lot of the sketch that I do right now because like yeah. it's it's you know it's content stuff, but uh, man, it's fun. Uh, yeah. You know, like like because you don't you don't need to to have like these big elaborate sets right, for right, anything. Right, right, it's right. just like 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 we recorded some stuff over here the other day, and it was like, 
well, there's a sink behind you. Are people going to believe it's a doctor's office? And it's like, I don't know. If you, we're playing make-believe. <laughs> so, like, it's... No, they'll figure yeah, out something. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, well, I've never seen that. But you know what? That must be a special kind of doctor's yeah, office. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> hey, baby, go call. I want the doctor's office that's got the damn sink in it. They've yeah. been cheating me. The government has been cheating me. I want my motherfucking sink, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can pull it off, man. You have to. You're a comedian. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you got to pull the shit off. You know, I put up a post the the other day, and I it was something to the effect that you know, you know, chicks don't want to fuck with dudes unless they got money. Yes. You know, if you you know they you know they're so low. I, I was like referencing that it's real, really low down nowadays. Yes. Back a little while ago, there was a little bit of respectability. You know, there was. You know, a different kind of approach, but now, you know, chicks are just twerkers and right. and hard and, you twerkers. Know, yeah. And you know who like I say, you know who you want a ma'am, man. You know, yeah, not, you want a man. Yeah, you want a troglodyte. That's the through line for this podcast. Is you you want, you want a, a man. You want a man, man. You gotta, you know, you, you, know, you want a man, not an oh damn. Uh, well, you know, so you want you, you know, you should keep a panties on all day. You know, you yeah. gotta you know, <laughs> your whole soul, you know. That one almost slipped by oh, me. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> now you, you know, I got three daughters, so you know, that's yeah. I worked hard on you know telling them to keep the drawers up. Matter of hey. fact, I bought them clothes pins and shit. You satisfied your obligation as a father and kept your daughters off the stripper pole. Hey man, yeah. listen. Uh, as I really looked at the stripper pole and how much money them bitches make out there, I may have misled my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot so like it's a lot like money, man. in these trying times of the economy. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it's a lot like football, man. It's uh, really hard on your body. You yeah. make all your money young, and yeah. then you don't have any skills to grow with as you right. get older. But, right, uh, right, right. You just hope you made a lot of money. Yeah, invest yeah, invest it yeah. wisely. Yeah, so you can be a, a you know. There's a lady who I who's a great businesswoman and producer, oh. you know, who kind of took that track and now, yeah. you know, you know, doing major deals, million dollar deals. Yeah. I, I don't know how people get there. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but but they get there and, uh, you know, shit, you got to lay it down. Yeah. All right. Uh, where can we find you all over the internet? You got any dates coming up that you want to tell everyone for when the podcast gets released? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Every Friday and Saturday night. I'm every like, Friday. Every Friday and every Saturday night. Single Man, you know Friday. what? Let me tell you this. When I started out about 40 years ago doing comedy, the mm. thing that mattered to me the most was that, was I on? Yes. Yes. That, you know, it's like, mm. was I on? Not how much I was getting paid or nothing. Was I yeah. on? And right. I was on. And I figured the more I was on, the more important I was, you know. And, and of course, the better I got. So, sure. yeah. you know, I always that—that's all that matter. You know, mm-hmm. am I on the show? Am I on the? Yeah, am I on yeah. the show? Yeah, that, that was that was, that is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. You know, because <laughs> you know, I know when I get out here, I'm gonna be memorable, and uh, you know, it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of good stuff that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and, and really, and I I hope you guys really just. Uh, Put this thing, you know, out there, man, because it's it's really fun. Man. Hell yeah, it's really man. good. I appreciate that. It's man. genuine, you know, and I know a lot of America will appreciate the genuineness and yeah. you know, the the vibe. And I'm the, hoping one day when people look back at the collection of people we've had in here to talk, that it will 
adequately represent this time in comedy. Yeah. Yeah, like we've had a lot of really funny people on here. Like mm-hmm. people I yeah. think like three years down the line, five yeah. years down the line are going to be doing really special You'll things. You'll have heard of them, yeah. And it's going to get you, that's going to get you some unbelievable people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to get you two or three people that y'all just going to... Shit, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, our degrees of separation away from really famous are getting smaller and smaller. Like Every day. Well, yeah, man. I mean, because, you know, when I'm tuning in, that means Joey Wells is tuning in. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out Joey Wells. You know, what's thing. up? <laughs> yeah, we can get that means podcast. Kevin's tuning in. And, you know, so it's not like it's unknown or that we are unknown. They're just trying to see what you're going to do at that time. Right. <laughs> and uh, I love it that guys like Kevin are taking over, you mm. know, so to speak, and, and uh, providing work and opportunities for, mm. for comedians. That's, you know, that's the way, you know, it's supposed to be done, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that, you know, we should always be providing opportunities for, you know, not every, well, yeah, every comedian. That we that, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. wants an opportunity to, to, to get a shot. You know, they get that shot. Yeah. They get that shot. But if you're not dedicated, if you're not, like I say, if you're not thinking about shit, am I on? Yeah. Then <laughs> I can, I can, that's part of the breakdown to me. Oh, I'm like, you know, saying I from what I've seen in Hollywood and whatever, you know, your your commitment level is not right. Not strong enough. If your if your commitment level is not strong in comedy, it's gonna be hard for you to get over mm-hmm. to people. Oh. You gotta get ten toes in and then you got to stand on your fucking ground. Stand stand on them, yep. I mean, there's somebody 100%. out there that wants that. There's somebody out there, you, but you got to get out there and practice it and keep doing that shit. Somebody out there wants it, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of, mm-hmm. and, and, and so that's what I mean. It's going to be a lot of kids from, uh-huh. and not only kids, but they're going to be a lot of stand-up comedians because there are some, uh, yeah. some older comedians who've been in the business a long time who haven't really got that great shot that are about to get their shot. Yep. Sure. And and you know it's going to be phenomenal. You know you 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 see Terry Gross all the time, but the, yeah. you know the you know TV don't get to see him that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know sure. you see Billy D. You know you know, you see Lawson. You you see these guys. So you know you you know. Hey man, something special can happen here. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. In in terms of comedy and 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 the city that we live in, mm-hmm. that we have that level of of professional here. Yeah. You know, that means we, you know, I mean, who can't learn something from Andy Huggins? <laughs> yeah, he just filmed his special. It looked great. Yeah. Oh. And listen, man, I, I remember, man, back in the day, Andy was a mean motherfucking drunk. <laughs> 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 hey, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We going to the overtime now. <laughs> no. I want all this shit. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know when I fell in love with Andy, when I said, you know what, this got to be the bravest white boy I've ever seen in my life. He, he weighed 142 pounds. Maybe. And he's drunk. <laughs> Jack Daniels. And he ain't yeah. taking no shit from no, nobody. No. I'm like, man, that's a star, man. <laughs> that's a fucking star, man. You know, I knew it smoke then. Marlboro Reds. Yeah, and man. Just fucking... Used to live in Houston House apartment. Had a high-rise apartment. He and Jimmy Pineapple oh, stayed yeah. together. And I want to say apartment 1602. I yeah. believe that's what it was. <laughs> and then Hicks and uh, and Mark Wilkes were in 2201. I remember that because <laughs> Hicks had the corner yeah. apartment, which was just, you know, the panoramic view was great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was great to see all that. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. 
it was it was quite interesting, you know. And but he was he was a he was amazing comic man yeah. back then. I mean, yeah, you know, so still great, yeah, yeah, man. Just to still be in the business, man, is 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 fucking great. And you yeah. know, Andy had the great respect to Hicks and mm-hmm. you know, and Kennison, and you know, as a matter of fact, um, it was David Letterman said from, and this is a story that was out there. He said that if Andy Huggins moved away to L.A., then he would be a star. Or yeah. it was something to the effect that sure. he was one of the funniest. Guys that he's game. seen, yeah, 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 you know, and they knew each other, you know, back at the the workshop mm-hmm. and stuff. So I don't know if even comedians realize the brilliance of 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 Andy and uh, his ability to to be, you know, to be consistently funny and professional. Yeah. You know, and a mean motherfucking drunk. <laughs> hey man, listen, man. That's Andy used to go great. down back in the day, boy. Yeah, that's a, such a great place to rap. But everybody yeah. did, man. Shit, you know. Mm-hmm. God dang, man. Higgs and pineapple and all these guys who don't drink anymore. It was amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, they, it's so, well, they didn't leave the putt short back in the day. Whoo, so I think they uh, were legendary, man. Yeah. <laughs> I used to sometimes come into towns like maybe the week or two after they had. After they had been there, yeah, and uh, you know the stories would be like, "Wow, man, you're from Houston, yeah, yeah. you know these you guys, know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got hammered, drunk, <laughs> fucked half the wait staff. Hey. Yeah. They were outlaws, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I talked to this the mayor's woman. man because all the women are moving <laughs> from the town. They following the outlaws around the country. It's so, like you know, it's like you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They following I, us to every town, mom. I have a friend of the family who knows my uncle. I won't say her name on air, but when she found out I was a comic, she was like, "Do you know a comic named Andy Huggins?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've met Andy." Andy He's like, "Andy tried to fuck my mom." <laughs> 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 Sounds like he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you meant you. to say Andy Huggins fucked your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I don't think you knew everything. So yeah, yeah. So Mama, can find Mama, you. Mama can't take you everything, baby. <laughs> <laughs> can't take you. Huh? All right, uh, so we can find you every Friday uh, and Saturday. Every Friday and Saturday night at the Speakeasy Comedy Lounge at Phil and Derek's, seventeen oh one Webster Street. And listen, we, you know, we have uh, the best comedians. Some of the best food right next door. Oh man, great drinks, great drinks, great food, award winning menu, of course. Mm, yeah. Great, crowds, you know, professional great. touring and celebrity comedians all the time, and it's just always a great. It's a great comedy atmosphere. Hell yeah, it really is, man. It's a great way to spend the evening. I just love when people walk out of there so happy, man, and you know they've had a great time, mm-hmm. and then now we see them returning. You know, we got people know got now. regulars. Yeah, man, it's 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 a and it's a great audience. It's a it really is a great audience. So yeah, yeah. every Friday and Saturday night there, mm-hmm. and uh, Thursday nights uh, at the Cigar Lounge that Ben just did. Oh shit, yeah. that's on the Four, north side, right? Four Gents Cigar Lounge Four, over on uh, Mesa Road. Mason and Road. Bellway Eight. All right, all I'm there right. every Thursday. That was a, such an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, it was, man. I mean, cigar smokers are are quite different. Yeah, you know, my dad's a cigar smoker. But so. <laughs> you know, and it's a great audience for comedy, right? Because no, because they they sit there and smoke and they just watch it, man. They just chilling, huh. and you know, and so you could really run stuff on them. Yeah, and run the whole joke, and they get it. At the punchline, you know, they Hell just yeah. not ones that's gonna jump off. You're like, okay, yeah, motherfucker, you know, no, they, they, they're they're a very different audience, cool. you know, than we're you know kind of used to. 
Definitely. Loden, where can they find you on the internet? Will underscore Loden on Instagram and at my website, gunsandliquor.com. Oh, I love that, man. Guns and liquor. Where can they find you? I am on Instagram at Very Dark Comedy. Thank you for coming out, Mr. Freeman. All day was a pleasure, man. man. See you Uh, all next week, guys. Peace out, baby.